Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you guys? Hope you're all keeping well out there in podcast land uh, because yes, as you might have guessed, another week has rolled round. Uh, we've got loads to get crammed into this week's podcast plus our topic of the week which the title of this week's episode might give it away. Um, yeah, you're going to be in for quite a treat this week. We've got... Uh, Quite an exclusive interview and yeah, little surprises in the middle of it too. We'll get into all of that, but um, <clears throat> let's get through our introduction first of all, shall we? Yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab show, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love here to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And uh, yeah, I have to give a shout out to all of our Patreon faithful because you guys are awesome! Absolutely. And if anything, you've already caught sight of this week's interview, which has been available to Patreon supporters now for, yeah, about the guts of a month now, I suppose. So yes, and the same could be said for a lot of other exclusive content that's back there. In the Patreon, uh, for all of that. It's just amazing. We have quite a dose of stuff back there. So if you do want to help support the show, you can. Do click on support. Be part of that Patreon faithful, which immediately makes you awesome. But also, you get your hands on loads of exclusive stuff that very rarely see the light of day. And uh, yeah, this week's interview, like I said, it's been over there on Patreon now for a few weeks. And uh, yeah, if you do fancy getting your hands on any extra stuff, then that's where you go. Indeed. Plus, you'll also be safe in the knowledge that you're helping support one of your favourite wee podcasts. There you go. Alrighty, well, with each and every Big Rab Show pod, we always love to open the door to listener mail. And I have to say... Thank you to everyone who's been sending in listener mail this last while because um, you guys are awesome. Is <laughs> the only thing I want to say, really, because we have a, we've had no questions, no comments, really. Well, apart from the comments that we're getting are all positive. So thank you, everyone, who are sending them all in and saying that you guys are enjoying this last run of shows. And um, yeah, prepare yourselves. We have quite a run of shows taking us through December and then through January. We've got quite a plan ahead of us to take us through the holidays, so um, <clears throat> it's probably a very good time to be subscribed to the podcast and to follow us because we've got some pretty amazing shows, I'm not going to lie. We've got some big interviews planned, we've got some big topics as well, we've got a lot of great stuff to come on the podcast, and hey, if you do want some sneak peeks and be early with the content and stuff, then yeah, consider going over there to Patreon, and uh, because yeah, a lot of that stuff will actually reach our Patreon audience before it sees the light of day here on the pod. So there you go, right. So yes, shout out to everyone who's been sending in listener mail and stuff. Uh, like I said, we've got no comments and stuff for us to raise on the show. Uh, but just to say thank you to everyone who's been sending us in a lot of very kind comments and to say to keep the wheel turning, keep up the good work and all that stuff. And yes, we will indeed. So if you do feel so inclined, you can send us in your comments, your queries, your questions, 
and even suggestions for possible topics of the week. You can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's the address. That's where you can send it in. Alrighty. Now, at this point in the show, we would normally do the likes of Weekly Drone and Word of the Week and all that sort of stuff. Uh, well, just to get Weekly Drone out of the way, first of all, unfortunately, we don't have a Weekly Drone this week. Well, we did and we didn't. We actually got a Weekly Drone in from an anonymous source. Obviously, we don't know who it's from. Uh, but unfortunately, due to the content of the Weekly Drone, we're unable to bring it to air this week because... It pointed a lot of fingers and named names and made all sorts of accusations. And rather than actually broadcast it, this is one of the few times that we're not going to broadcast a weekly drone that's been submitted. And for good reason. And uh, sometimes we do have to yeah, employ a bit of editorial, I suppose. Um, we have always said about Weekly Drone that we won't broadcast um, accusational kind of content where you're pointing the finger at someone and saying, I believe this to be the case, and that person is this, that, and the other, uh, because that's kind of slanderous and accusational, and we won't kind of broadcast that kind of stuff. But, yeah, feel free to send us in your Weekly Drones, however. Uh, that's not to say that you know your own juicy content will not make it to air, because of course it will. It's just this particular one that we received was... Uh yeah, it was a bit rough, you know, pointing fingers and saying, oh, this happened and this happened and na-na-na-na-na-na. Yeah, we weren't about to broadcast that. So apologies to the weekly droner who sent that in and expected us to read that on air. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't because we couldn't stand over the accusations and stuff without any hard evidence. So there you are. Apologies to our weekly droner. Uh, <laughs> and if anyone else feels so aggrieved as to why we didn't broadcast it and... Uh, yeah, you think that what we're doing is absolute nonsense and we should broadcast everything, well, then email us in. We'd love to hear from you. BigRabShowGmail.com But uh, yes, if you are going to send us in a weekly drone, we do have to draw the line with some regard. We don't broadcast uh, profanity. We don't swear on the show. We are a family show. Uh, that plus, like I said, we can't actually broadcast accusational content where you're pointing fingers and saying... This happened because of this and this and that, blah, 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 blah. You know, without any kind of substantial evidence, then we can't really broadcast it. So there you are. I hope that makes perfect sense. Probably not. I'm probably wibbling on and you guys are going, what, Rob? What are you talking about? Shut up and move on. So I will. I will shut up and move on. <laughs> but yeah, if you do want to send us in your weekly drones, please do feel free. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's exactly where you go to do all of that. Indeed. Now, we did get some emails actually in from folks asking us why are we not giving the Piper's Dojo offer anymore. I guess there's some folks that are catching up on like previous old episodes and they're looking for the address bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo, which no longer exists. We are no longer offering that service. So I did tell you at the time that you should have been signed up and everything and took advantage of that offer when it was there, because that offer no longer exists, unfortunately. But if you do want to save some money at the Piper's Dojo, we do still have our promo code. So if you would like to, don't forget, if you are going to pick up a copy of Finding Bagpipe Freedom by Andrew Douglas and Camille Litt, then use our promo code, which is BIGRAB, and you'll get money off at the checkout. And uh, what's not to love about that? You'll get money off just by listening to the pod. So... Like I said, if you are going to be purchasing a copy of that book, and let's face it, you already should have, and even if you haven't, then go and do it now. Do yourself a favour and go and get it. Uh, but 
yeah, use our promo code BIGRAB and you'll get money off of the checkout just by listening to me slabbering. Indeed. So there you go. Money off. And I hope that answers that listener meal question. Yeah. And like I said, if you have any more questions at all, our email address, BigRabShow at gmail.com. That's where you go. Alrighty. Okay. So now we've got all of that out of the road, I suppose, I think it's time for Word of the Week. Time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Encouragement. Indeed, this week's Word of the Week is encouragement. And for good reason. I believe a lot of us in the piping world can be particularly harsh on each other. And on ourselves more so. Especially over this past while as we've been struggling through a bit of a pandemic and everything... Getting back onto our instrument again can be a bit of a rocky process. And as for myself, personally, you guys know that I've been learning how to pipe and everything thanks to Andrew Shilliday. He's an amazingly patient fella, let's say that. Uh, Well, yeah, (laughs) I've needed a dose of encouragement myself. I had a recent practice session myself, and and I'm going to throw myself under the bus here. I sent him in some recordings of me on pipes and everything, trying to struggle my way through some tunes. And... Before the video had even uploaded to Andrew, I was already cutting my own play into bits, saying I hear some crossing noises there, there's problems with my blowing, my G is flat, I need more tape on the D as well, uh, just, you know, my blowing's off, I'm easing off on certain notes, and uh, I just started really critiquing my playing, even before Andrew had had a chance to listen to it. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have experienced that yourselves in recent weeks, but anyway... Full, yeah, the full story then. Once the videos had finally uploaded and went to Andrew and had he had, he had a chance to listen to them, he actually gave me loads of encouragement. And instead of cutting me at the knees and saying what was wrong about it, he told me about what was right about it. And honestly, it was just brilliant, <laughs> you know, because I didn't feel rubbish after it. And I just, oh, why did I send those video clips? I played like a bag of bottles. I shouldn't have bothered my backside. Um, But no, Andrew really encouraged me and said, hey, you know, yeah, fair enough, your blowing's off and yeah, your tuning's not great and a few wee slips here and there, but this is what you're doing right. And again, a laundry list of stuff that I was doing correctly was so encouraging. And if anything, that's not my experience in the piping scene. For the longest time that I've been involved in the piping world, we're constantly uh, self-criticizing our own playing and those of players around us. And I do feel that there's very little in the way of active encouragement of each other. And now that we're in this process of rebuilding our piping scene and hoping to get back on the grass again, well, we need to be trying to lift each other up again, I suppose, and encouraging everyone around us. You know, instead of just pointing out the faults all the time in your own plan or those around you, why not pass some comments and say, look, this is going really well here, or you played that really fantastically, or, you know, showing the good points in their playing, as well as emphasizing the poor, I suppose. But yeah, I think that's just from my own personal experience where I got this week's Word of the Week, and I hope you guys can draw something from it as well, and possibly, you know, try not to be so hard on yourself. I know a lot of folks out there at the moment that are struggling to learn their MSRs at the minute. <laughs> I'm not going to name names. No, no, not going to name names. <laughs> but there is a particular uh, six-parted march that's giving people a bit of trouble out there. But yeah, I'm not going to name names. 
But uh, yes, I have to say, shout out to all of you guys who are really struggling at the moment with your plan. And yeah, being really self-critical, I suppose. Try not to be. Try to give yourself some encouragement. You know, there's a lot that you're possibly doing right. And possibly even better. So yeah, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, yeah. So this week's word of the week is encouragement. There you are. Alrighty. Moving on, let's get into some actual news and views and updates and stuff, shall we? Now, I have to give a mention, of course, to Tartan Tunes. Those guys who have been nominated for a Scots Trad Music Award. Did you guys catch their show last week? Oh my god! It was incredible. They had uh, Piper Craig Muirhead on the show. And what an incredible interview with him. It was absolutely brilliant. Plus, there was performance clips as well from Craig. And the guys at Tartan Tunes, Peter and Davey, did an absolutely outstanding job. It was really, really fantastic. And, yes, if you are interested in watching that show, it's up there now on their social media. It's on their Facebook, their Twitter. It's all over the place. So definitely worth going and having a watch at that. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed that really good show. Uh, Shout out to Tartan Tunes. And, oh, for those of you who are fans of Tartan Tunes, by the way... Go and check out this weekend's show where they have none other than Chris Armstrong on the show. Chris Armstrong! Or should I give him his full title, Pipe Major Head Chef Chris Armstrong. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that interview and I really do hope that Chris actually does talk about his cooking for a bit. You know, because it won a big rap show award, you know? And yeah, if anything, I got a lot of questions from folks saying, where is Chris Armstrong's uh, cooking page? You know, that that won the best social media thing in the Big Rab Show Awards. Well, there isn't actually a page. This was posted on Chris Armstrong's own personal Facebook page. And he was keeping us updated, possibly even every day, about what he was cooking. So for those of you who have Chris Armstrong added as a friend on Facebook, possibly you would have seen it. Uh, but otherwise, um, you may not have. So... Hi, there you go. Those who had, had access to it definitely voted for him and worthy of a big Rab Show award. So there you are. Shout out to Chris Armstrong. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Tartan Tunes this upcoming weekend. And for those of you interested, all you have to do is type it into your search engine, actually, and you'll find it. Tartan Tunes. And yeah, you'll find it. It's all over social media and each and every weekend. Definitely worth watching this weekend for piping fans, for sure. There you are. Alrighty, I have to give a mention this week to a bit of a cancellation that came as a bit of a shock to a lot of us. We've been talking about this last while about the Lewis and Harris Piping Society. They were holding a piping recital with Roddy McLeod. Now, it was planned to be happening this weekend on Friday the 19th in the community hub there in Balalan. And yeah, you guys guessed it, they've had to pull the plug. Yes, because of recent COVID outbreaks and upsurges, I suppose, in numbers they've had to reluctantly cancel the event. Now, I think the recital and the book launch and everything that was going to be happening has now been rescheduled through to uh, Friday the 28th of January. So they're asking people just to hold fire, keep a hold of your tickets and stuff if you had purchased them. And uh, yeah, they're hoping the event will go ahead as planned on the 28th of January. So no longer this weekend, but you'll have to wait a couple of months and hopefully get back again. And we'll see that recital taking place with Roddy McLeod. There you are. So, of course, as we hear more information on that, we'll certainly keep you guys posted. There you are. Alrighty. Now, I can't go any further without mentioning all of the bands and pipers that were all out working this past week and weekend of course because it was remembrance weekend here in the uk and uh yeah a serious amount of pipers 
and drummers and bands. Everyone was out playing. I don't know. There would be way too many for me to mention here on the show. But a lot of remembrance services, a lot of uh, Veterans Day observances and stuff, even in the States. There's a lot of bands, all furiously busy throughout the whole period. And I have to give you a massive shout out to all of you. You all looked incredibly smart and sounded even better. So fantastic. Well done to you all. Um, so for everyone who took place, that took part in Armistice Day and Veterans Day and all of that sort of stuff, thank you to all of your bands and all you pipers out there. Yeah, you guys were awesome. There you go. Now, I have to say, locally here in the UK, I don't know if you guys are listeners to Radio 3. BBC Radio 3, to be more specific. There was a bit of a radio show that's, yeah, that was broadcast on the 13th, I think, of November. Yeah. Did you catch it? Well, I certainly did. Yeah, they had an interview with Jack Lee. Jack Lee! Yeah, so go and check that out. BBC Radio 3, you can go and listen to it. It's on the iPlayer now. And uh, yeah, they get chatting to Glenn Fiddick champion Jack Lee on the Music Matters programme. That's what it's called. So very, very entertaining. So I would recommend you go and listen to that. Yeah, for sure. A very good listen. So let's move on to another news story. Far be it for me to plug another radio station. Uh, But I have to give a mention this week to the Music Service for Pipes and Drums. Music service for pipes and drums, bye. Now, the reason I'm giving them a shout this week is, of course, because of their event they threw this past weekend. Oh, man, you talk about a good time. Yeah, Finlay MacDonald and Stephen Blake, of course, from the National Piping Centre, came over here to Northern Ireland to hold an open recital on the Friday, and then on the Saturday, they give a master class. Wow, this is the first thing I wanted to say. Of course, ourselves in the Rab Show, we were there and we managed to live stream probably most of it, if not all of it. Uh, between our YouTube channel and our Facebook page, all the performances are up there now. So it was awesome to get catching up with Finlay and Stephen, of course. And if anything, I managed to get sneaking backstage before the guys managed to play and just have a wee chat with them to see what the story is. So welcome to the podcast, Stephen and Finlay. How are you guys? Not too bad at all. Nice to be here in Belfast. It's good to see you. If anything, is this the first time you guys have been on the road since all this lockdown nonsense? Aye. I mean, for me, the last thing I did away was in Germany right before the lockdown. Like, oh, right, literally aye. a few days before it. So it's lovely to be out and about. Exactly. Let us out for the, the weekend. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. we were just chatting kind of before I hit the record button, but that obligatory pint in the airport. It's it's almost compulsory, and it's a must, I would say. Yeah, It's not almost compulsory. Yeah. It is compulsory, yeah. Is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to explain to folks, then, you're here in Northern Ireland at the moment to do a bit of a piping recital tonight. That's why I'm here. And then, obviously, then the next day is a bit of a master class. So, Stephen, what do you expect the master class will be tomorrow? What do you have ahead of you? Well, um, I think we're going to just take a few tunes that we've played for a while, um, mm. um, especially one that's been written by Finlay, and talk about ways to work with different instruments and um, how to kind of go about arranging it and I think that's our kind of starting point for tomorrow but it's going to be interesting to see who who we end up with and kind of tailor it to the secret Yeah because I've been hearing that we'll get everything from wee kids who've just lifted the chanter to folks who are possibly playing on the top flight and we're getting them from all different levels so it's a difficult one to pitch I suppose. (laughs) I think it is but I think the whole thing that we're looking at this weekend and, and Andy McGregor's been great in, mm. in encouraging people to 
to get involved and do stuff. And you know, there, there's things like if you know, if there's young people that are just starting out, we can give them maybe a couple of long harmony notes that fit along with the tune and just sit in nicely. And you know, so it's about inclusion and, and getting people to think about you know how, how do you work with harmony? How do you put some chords mm. to a tune and, and what difference that makes when you do that and how it makes the tune feel different and. And sound different, so. so there's always a way to have people involved, no matter what aye, their, their absolutely, level. Absolutely, yeah, yep. fantastic. So, finally, to yourself, then this is the first I've been chatting to you really since before Pipe and Live and everything, and then Glenfiddich after that. You guys have been crazy busy at the Pipe oh, Centre. It's, <laughs> it's been flat out, but um, <laughs> I, I always think it, it, it's fine when you're busy when it's stuff you enjoy doing. Aye. You know, and we do all generally enjoy it, and and we want to make things happen. We want to put stuff on that people can come along and enjoy it was great having mm. an audience in for Piping Live and the Glenfiddich it felt yeah. so much better just having a, a live audience but still doing the online thing because we've been supported really well by everyone around the world mm. like fans of Piping who have kind of followed us and supported us throughout the lockdown and stuff so we're sure. still going to keep doing that online stuff that's what I was going to ask like Piping Live this year is seen as a massive success on both fronts both the in-person events were packed out or as packed out as they could be but also for the online as well the huge online audiences for something right. and, and it just shows it's like you know we're thinking now you know next year for example we're definitely going to be mm. in person hopefully but definitely also going to be doing the online thing and we have to do that and yeah. you know if you've got bands that are having to pay a fortune to travel Aye. you know yeah. If they're only coming to Scotland every couple of years, we'll take the festival to them online, See. and they're still engaging with it, still seeing it, still enjoying the music. So that's, that's the whole point for us, you know. Yeah, indeed. So, well, hi, I'll be there next year. You'll have to try and keep me away for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, Stephen, onto yourself then. I know you, obviously, first of all, as Piper with Rora. How's things going with the band? Yeah, um, it's nice to be out again. Like Finley says, actually doing stuff again. Mm. Um, so. Our last UK gig was Celtic Connections last year, and it's you know not yeah. long before the next Celtic Connections. So um, yeah, we had a wee run of dates there in September, the first time since coming That's back. Right. And, How'd you uh, find those? Yeah, it was great. It was a bit surreal because <laughs> everything that was really normal before had became you know Aye. strange during the lockdown. So, but it was great and um, great audiences, and yeah, it's much better to play to. A room full of people than a webcam. <laughs> so, oh, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. So I have to ask then. There's been little rumours. You guys have been putting little teasers up on social media that you are up to something. Oh, with, with Rura, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we are. Um, we've just had a, a project where we've been working with some amazing guests, and it's just yeah. it's really people that we've um, never worked with before. I heard Michael McGoldrick was in to. there. Yeah, so we've got. Yeah. Um, Michael McGoldrick, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Julie Fowlis, um, ah, yeah, Julie. Hannah Rarity, who's a fantastic singer, oh, wow. um, who lives in Glasgow, um, and yeah, also a track with Ross Ainsley, and um, oh, I think for us it's, the, so like last Celtic we recorded the live album, we had Finlay and a few Sorry. special guests, but yeah. they're all people who were a big part of the band and helped us along, ah. and so this year we're doing it with these guests and it's people that, who have not worked with before and also um, I think I've said them all except Duncan Chisholm um, oh Duncan so, oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't so, know that it's so a great, great kind of cast of um, oh, people who yeah it's been a nice kind of privilege to 
Sure. So no word on release dates and stuff and that, but we'll keep you posted on that for sure. Yeah, there you are. (laughs) Can I also ask then about your new role with the youth bands? How are you finding that? Yeah, it's been um, a very interesting time to step into it. Um, Yeah, Yeah, for sure. No, it's great. I mean, it's a fantastic community of um, very talented young musicians. And uh, for me, that's the kind of interesting thing about the job is that you get to work with these fantastic young players and hopefully create a space that doesn't replace or duplicate the other things we're doing because these these guys are already playing at the very top end of the band scene the soul scene so it's about for us it's about saying okay what else can we do with all these skills and giving them a space to challenge themselves in a different way so that's been really interesting to watch and we've just started transitioning from the online work that we were doing putting loads of new music together Mm. and now we're we're finally in a room and we've only got four days with each band covid safe where we can put together a live show which obviously compared to a regular band preparing for something it's, it's not a lot of time together but it has oh. been lovely to um, get in a room again there you so. go if anything that's been one of the beauties of the youth band is that it takes all the youngsters away from their 6-8s 4-4s their regular band stuff to big concert material is that something that you guys really focus on then? absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean I guess the way I see it is that that is our job you know rather than just being another band, we have to be a space for young people to develop and to try out new things. And it's really interesting. I think if you look at the youth band when it first began Mm. um, and a lot of the things that might have been considered a bit left of field or experimental have now became commonplace. (laughs) The norm, yeah. You know, and pipe Mm -hmm. band concerts now are incredibly creative and incredibly ambitious. And it's the youth band's job to say, you know, what next and what can we try that we haven't done before so absolutely see that as the uh, main job for sure well I think the last recording we got from the band was Thunderstruck that that live concert any plans in the future possibly for any future recordings absolutely so we recorded um, a kind of short mini documentary which featured some new music uh, and released that piping live Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can also we've put some of that out on YouTube um, and you could, that features recording not only in the space on location, but also from to keep it COVID safe, yeah. the people at home submitting recordings, and that was quite an interesting challenge to make yeah. that all gel. But um, you can also see some of that at um, this year's um, Trad Awards in oh, December. There so. we go. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, hi, we'll keep that under wraps, I suppose, until that happens. But they... <laughs> So, Finley, I'll finish with yourself then. What does you guys have planned in the future? Coming into 2022, it's going to be a big year for you. It is, yes. I mean, one of, one of the big things we've been working on recently is the Piping Times Annual. Yes. Um, so, yeah. we had a great um, amount of support through our crowdfunder. Um, obviously, with the, the lockdown and the, the pandemic... Both the Piping Times and the Piping Today magazines had to stop at that time um, to kind of for survival. Really, that was the bottom line. So, as soon as that happened, the, the kind of the plan turned to producing an annual. And actually, we, the more we thought about it, it's, it's a really cool thing to have for sure at this time of year. Stocking yeah. fillers for pipers, you know. There you go. Piping <laughs> and you might. I remember thinking at the start, well, there won't be much to write about or th- you know. To document because we've been in lockdown the most time, but it's amazing. Like the resilience of musicians and pipers and drummers that have 
that have made so much happen in a, in a year that you would think nothing would happen. So well, that's it. That's our show's testament to that. Yeah, ah, yeah we're exactly. talking about kept it. Going, kept <laughs> so we're doing that. That's that's yeah. Right at the end of this month, twenty sixth of November. That's out. There you go. Yeah. And then into next year, we're planning for Pipe and Live already. We're looking oh, at brilliant. the Duncan Johnson. We're looking at you know loads of different you know. Concerts and different kind of teaching projects, so it's it's full steam ahead the whole year for us, you know. It's, sure, yeah. Well, keep us posted on developments anyway. We will do. So, lads, I'm looking forward to hearing you play. So I'll let well, you, you better go and get our pipes in tune. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million, lads. Cheers. Right, cheers. <laughs> ah, there you have it. So that was Finlay McDonald there and Stephen Blake. Honestly, it was fantastic to hang out with those guys. And for those of you who don't know, Stephen Blake is, uh, of course, bagpiper with Rora, and that's who we were talking about there. So there you go. I think I might have missed that reference there. But I, I expect you guys would know by now, of course, who Stephen is and exactly who Finley is as well. So there you are. I have to say, the event itself was a roaring success. The performances were blistering, as expected. And the crowd were great. It was brilliant just to see everyone. I think it was a few selfies took and uh, just the best crack actually. So shout out to the music service for Pipes and Drums. What a success and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to more in future. Hmm. There you go. So with that in mind, if you are interested in listening to some of those performances, well, number one there's some exclusive recordings over there on Patreon where you can go and listen to that. Shout out to the Patreon faithful, but also, yeah, you can go and check out our social media on our Facebook page and our YouTube as well, where we've uploaded various performances from throughout the night from Stephen and Finlay. It was really, really entertaining stuff, so thank you guys. Alrighty, let's move on. Of course, that was on the Friday night where we were live streaming and such from Belfast, and then the following day on the Saturday, we were live streaming from the Levy Invitational Solo Drumming Event. Oh, you talk about the best crack. This event was awesome. It did not disappoint. We had some of the best musicians in the piping game attending this. And I have to give full credit to everyone involved. What an incredible event. Let's go through the results then, shall we? Uh, lifting the MSR drumming uh, went to Kerr McQuillan. Uh, and a brand new trophy actually was presented at this. And that was the Heather Mackay Memorial uh, Salver. So, yeah, a very heartfelt moment there in presenting that. So, fantastic stuff. And well done to Kerr for lifting the MSR drumming. I think second there in MSR was Wally Glenholms and third was Aaron McLean. There you are. Now, on to MSR and piping. They actually give a piping prize. Uh, uh, first place went to Callum Brown from Inverary. Second was Keith Bowes from Johnstone. And third was David Clooney from the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band. Now, the freestyle event then, which was obviously one of my favourites. I really enjoyed this. First place went to Les Galbraith from Johnstone. Or Johnstone. There you go. And second was Simon Grant, of course, from the City of Edinburgh. And his performance, by the way. Wow. Uh, third was Willie Glenholms then from Loman and Clyde's. Now, the reason I'm singling Simon Grant out is because he actually played the bugle and he sung a really heartfelt song and everything. And, oh, just, yeah, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. It was fantastic. So, well done. Uh, so, yeah, but go and check out all the performances. We have them all up there now. All of the MSRs, all of the freestyles, all available now on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. Go and have a watch at them. Yeah, there's loads of great piping action there. And, uh, 
yeah, again, a huge shout out to everyone involved there in the organizing team. And uh, yeah, shout out to Jim Baxter, of course, to Deej McIntosh, who attended the event from the Big Rab Show team and uh, live streamed the entire thing from start to finish. And uh, yeah, just thank you to everyone for having us on the Rab Show team involved and allowing us to bring all of the pipe in action to your audience around the world. So thank you very much. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to next year's event, actually. And uh, I'm sure it'll continue to go on from bigger and better. You know what I mean? Indeed. Alrighty, now I have to give a bit of a mention to a bit of a news story that dropped of a job opportunity. Yes, a music instructor, specifically of the piping variety. Yeah, a piping instructor is wanted, and this will be in the Olapool area. So this is a part-time post, there's 28 hours a week. It will involve uh, teaching in various primary schools around the area. Now, this will be both in-person and online. There are some primary schools here that are... They're doing it the blended way, I think is what they're calling it now. Uh, you know, with both in-person and online. Some are just doing the online thing and some are doing just the in-person thing. Anyway, for full details, I guess you go to myjobscotland.gov.uk and you can have a look for it. Where music instructor, specifically for piping, is up there now. It's a permanent part, you know, part-time position. And if you are interested and you have 28 hours a week to spare, then why not? Go and check it out. So there you go. I just wanted to give that a mention. There'll be a lot of people, I'm sure, that may well be interested in taking up a teaching position. There you are. Okay, I wanted to give a mention this week to another news story that dropped about the Pit Lockery Games and a bit of an opportunity for some composers out there. For those of you who are in the know, of course, the Pit Lockery Games have been going for the longest time. And this incoming year of 2022, they're going to be celebrating their 170th birthday. Yeah, and as a result of them uh, celebrating such an anniversary, they want to have a tune to mark the occasion. Now, the winner of this, the composer who wins, would he hear they get £500 for their efforts? What? Yep, 500 quid. Now, there are some stipulations. The pipe tune should be at least four parts of any time signature and has to be titled in a way that captures the spirit of the 170th celebration. So, if you are so inclined and you fancy lining your pocket with 500 quid cash, then why not help the Pit Lockery Games celebrate their 170th birthday? Now, the full article about this and where to send your entry forms and all of that kind of stuff is all up there now on pipesdrums.com. Plus, you can go and have a look at the Pit Lockery Games website themselves for further information. Uh, but what an exciting opportunity. And seriously, 500 quid cash for composing a tune? Whew! That's not bad. That's not bad. So there you go. If you do fancy that, then go and, uh, like I said, read more information on pipesdrums.com. They've published a little bit of an editorial on it, and everything's very exciting. Uh, so if you are interested in composing a tune to help celebrate that anniversary, then, yeah, go there and take up that opportunity. Awesome stuff. Alrighty. Now, I do remember on previous podcasts, I was telling you guys about the Kids with Cancer charity night and that it is returning. It's coming back again. Now, it's not coming back in an online fashion. It's not just going to be like the online concert thing that we did this year and the year before. Well, this time it's back to an in-person event. And I can't wait to get through the doors of the Royal Hotel. It's just going to be so good. So this past weekend, actually, I actually called with Gary Smith, the organizer, 
and I grilled him. I had to get the lineup for the event because it's been too long now since I've told you guys that it's actually happening, but no one knows who's actually playing at the thing. So, without further ado, let's welcome Gary Smith to the podcast. So, welcome to the podcast, Gary Smith. Gary, how are you, sir? Not too bad, Rob. I can't wait for this year, man. This incoming year is going to be crazy. Not only with the incoming competitive season, but of course the return of the Kids with Cancer charity night. This is all sorts of exciting, man. (laughs) It is. It's going to be good to get back into the Royal Hotel again. Um, We had a great night, obviously, in February past, so the online one. um, And again, it helps from from yourself and Andrew. Mm. Um, But again, everybody, everybody enjoys a night out. And it's uh, for a good cause, good night, and sure, hopefully we'll, we'll raise an hour pound or two. See, that was the one thing that was missing. You know, the online thing that we did was pretty successful. We had quite a good few ticket sales and whatnot, but you missed that social bit of it. You know, where you hang out, you have a few beers, enjoy a few tunes. So it's back again. It's back again, yes. And as it stands at the minute, obviously with the COVID-19 restrictions, um we are in the situation that there's no no limited numbers. Oh, good. Um, yeah. But again, come February, that that could that could uh, change, and it could be the the passports, you know, the, oh, the, the passport thing. Yeah, like yeah. There. But mm-hmm. we'll just have to play with that there and run with it at that near the time. But um, no, we're we're back again and another full four and a half to five hour show. <laughs> no way! <laughs> wow. So, well, if anything, then as you say, the goalposts could move. It depends on what the fellas in Stormont here in Northern Ireland, our government decide really. So we just have to wait and see. Well, that's it. They're they're pretty slow at, at the best of times. So hopefully <laughs> they'll they'll do the hunt till the start of March. <laughs> Aye, well, with a bit of luck. Yeah. So Gary, we have you here in the podcast to announce the lineup. Do you want to tell us, who do you have lined up for this like four or five hour epic show? <laughs> okay, well, it's the uh, it's on Saturday the 26th of February mm-hmm. and it starts at 6pm. It's in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown as normal and the doors will open at 5. Yeah. So um, the drummers that we have, a few well-known names here, we have Gareth McLeese again. Oh, nice. Yep. Good stuff. And, Good to see Gareth. Yes, and Wally once again has... Has said he'd be happy to. Wally Glad Holmes is happy. Yes, uh huh. Yeah. Um, Stephen Shedden, who gave us a, a performance for the online concert, yeah. again is going to set in a video performance. Oh, brilliant. And Stephen's videos are ridiculous. Oh, they're, they're brilliant. You just think, so, you, you always think you could drum. Aye, no, he should, he should knock it off, you know. Yeah. He's making it look too easy. Oh, no, I know. And then we have the uh, the Kilted Cousins, which obviously is Dean uh, Callum. Ewan and Jackson. Oh, um, brilliant. They'll, yeah. be, they'll be starting the show, um, which so Jackson says they're starting the show. <laughs> and um, and then we have the one and only man back again, Mr. John Lappin. Oh, John's back again? Yes. Yeah. John, John again has been <laughs> contacted. And it was just a matter of, I was waiting for the phone call. Yeah. You know, so. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. John knows how to entertain a crowd now. He certainly sure. does. He yeah. certainly does, you know. And, um, <laughs> No, it will be. It'll be certainly with the drummers. There's, there's not as many artists this year, but as as we go along, you'll understand why. And um, we are trying to okay. do things, things slightly different. But yeah. that's the drummers. So it's Garth McLees, William Gladholmes, Stephen Shedden, the video performance, uh, the Kilded Cousins, and John Lappin. John Lappin. There you go. So what about our pipers then? Right, the pipers. We have got Ashley McMichael. 
Oh right, excellent. Yeah. And again, actually, did they help us out with the online culture? As did. That's right. Ryan Couples. He did. Right. Is Ryan coming back? Ryan's, for this Ryan's one? back again. Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. And back again is Alistair Donaghy. Oh, Alistair. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Right. And then for the first time uh, since he's back home again, we have got Scott Wallace. Oh, Scott's playing. Oh, yes. Amazing. So oh, that's that's, that's the four papers. Um, yeah. And they were they were they were picked, you know. So there you go. I hear that'll be some sort of a lineup now. I'm a massive fan of Ryan Couples. Yeah. What an incredible young talent, and also Scott Wallace, of course. I hope to hear some original music well, from him. You know, so hi, what a lineup for sure. Yeah, I know I'm singling those two out, but yeah, apologies to Scott and Alistair. But yeah, that's quite a lineup of pipers there. Yeah, it is. You know, and it's as I say, I think every year you try to bring out the best what's what's within Northern Ireland and, and Ireland in general. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, those those four players are, are top of the top of the bill. They are. You know, so. So that's our soloists then. Have you anything else special planned? We do. We have the County Armagh Drum Majors class. Oh, um, nice. They're coming in to do a performance, and that's under the leadership of Andrea Gibson. There you go. So, Some uh, of the best drum majors in the world come yes, from Northern Ireland, right? Yes, again, they, <laughs> they, were, uh, they, they were happy enough to help us out in the online, whatever they did, the wee dedication to Richard Lowry. Oh, yes. Um, so you will see, those, you see them on, uh, on stage live. Mm-hmm. So after that, then we have got the Down Academy Pipes and Drums. Oh, really? Oh, yep. Fantastic. Pipes William Wallace. They're kind of brand new on the scene, aren't they? I seen them at uh, Bangor. Yeah, wow, that's the first I seen was, them too. Was yeah. very impressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I was speaking to William, he was he was delighted, and it was actually a good timing because it was their AGM that night. Oh, so <laughs> he says I'll I'll go and put it towards the. Uh, towards everybody but he says I can't see any chance of us being turned out at all so fantastic a lot of talented young kids in that they are coming through yeah Uh, both front and back you know so um, Mm. so it'll be be good to see them come in and have a wee bit more of an experience of doing something like this here you know and playing in front of an audience and yes children children helping children and things like that there you know Mm -hmm. so but uh, yes so that's the Down Academy Pipes and Drums yeah then we have a question and answer session, slightly different away from the pipe bands. Yeah, with the Northern Ireland football legend Jerry Armstrong. Away, yes, Jerry Armstrong. Jerry Armstrong. <laughs> oh my God! Hey, I don't know. Even if you're not a piping fan, you know, go for that. <laughs> Jerry, I had the, I had you and myself had the the pleasure of meeting Jerry one Saturday morning up in Miola whenever Kerry Shields had uh, hmm. had okay. Two of us to go in and get the ladies to sign oh, the Northern Ireland the ladies to, to sign the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Jerry was there to to chat to the girls and and kind of give them a wee bit of a, a team talk type of thing. You mm-hmm. know, go forward and like Jerry can talk. <laughs> um, within ten or fifteen minutes, you know, it was you're just so at ease with them. Aye, yeah. Um, even some of the stories that it was telling you and myself that morning to be honest they were you just like say you, you, oh, it's great to hear yeah. you know like this is the man who scored scored the famous goal mm-hmm. against Spain yeah. you know chatting away about this and that and our thing and he, he was really so easy to talk to and Jerry's actually an ambassador for the Northern Ireland Children's Hospice oh really oh I didn't know that so Aye. whatever I told him about this here and where the, where the proceeds is going, he mm-hmm. was delighted. Just no problem, no problem at all. Wow. Says, I'll be there. Just just send me through the date. Mm-hmm. I'll put it in the diary, and and that's me. 
fantastic. Old, so, so for those folks living internationally, he is a bit of a, a soccer legend, I yes. suppose, or football legend yes, here in Northern Ireland. That, what an opportunity! That's amazing. Yeah. It is, you know. Like there'll be a couple of wee studs, you know. Like I think to to get somebody like that down, mm-hmm. um, you, you can't get anywhere near everything that you want to hear on say ten fifteen minutes. No. No, so we'll probably yeah. have a couple of we maybe one in the first half and one in the second half with him. He's happy enough. He says he's, he can talk all eight, so <laughs> he's, he's easy going with that, you know. Brilliant. I wonder, do we know is Jerry a, a piping fan at all? I don't. I, don't, I, don't ask I guess we'll that. find that out. We'll, we'll probably won the SI, you know. So. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Fantastic. Yes. So I, I, that'll be good, you know, just to get away from the pipe band. Um, it breaks it up a wee bit. It does. Yeah. You know, a few people have kind of said to me about you know kind of breaking it up slightly, and mm. I have tried. Um, but sometimes it's hard to get other people just to, to commit. You know, whatever they maybe don't fully understand the setup of the concert, yeah. whereas pipe band people know we, what, know what the know what the setup is. That's it. You that's know, it. So, so anything else in the in the workings? Yes, we have two more performances. Um, the first one, I know, obviously, you hear tell of Abba. Have made mm-hmm. a comeback. They have. Westlife made a comeback. But mm-hmm. Anorama and all like that. But <laughs> um, this is this is an our type of comeback. Um, the old boys drum corps of Field Marshall Montgomery. Right. Under the leadership of Gordon Parks. No. Are coming back to play one night only. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, that era under Gordon Parks, yes. that drum corps. Yes, that's the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, um, and on to ninety eight, and we're going to play. I have on on the on the poster here. I have been kind of just put on some ex members. Right. Okay. Don't want to say old boys. Old boys, not. You know, but I do mean obviously there's, there's a good lot of drummers, but as yeah. some have been contacted and and for for different reasons aren't available. Um, so we have Aye, that'll be all sorts of special man because it's been a long time <clears throat> since that core's been together it has and yeah. we've already had our first practice right oh wow and let's just go. say it's um, it has been entertaining <laughs> um, it's, it's bound to be a while since the core played together you know and even played at all I'm nin- sure for some nin- of them are retired you know? 1998 was the last really? time that wow. we're going to play the drum slate that was performed um, and made up in Pleasanton in, in uh, San Francisco. Right. That was in 95. And wow. the last time this was played was in Dunoon in 1998. Wow. There you go. <laughs> that, I don't know. That's going back now. So that'll be, yeah. that'll be 24 years by the time the concert comes in. That's incredible. So, well, it's incredible um, if, if you had to hear what the practice was like. All right. <laughs> That, uh, hey, it'll be okay on the night, I'm sure. Well, that's, yeah. that that kind of that comment was kind of past, um, and I think there's going to be one or two more, for, at least one or two more practices in the new year. Um, but as I say, like the lineup we have, you know, as has, has we've got Gordon, uh, we have mm-hmm. Earl Glasgow, we have Keith Gurley, with Mark Armstrong, with Wally mm-hmm. Hutchison, yeah, um, Stephen Rourke, Al Neil, yeah. and myself on the snares. Uh, we have Trevor Buckley, David Kirkland on the tenors, oh, and John McFetridge on the bass. Oh, John, I, t- I haven't seen John on a bass drum forever. Well, yeah. Apparently, you know whether whether John carries it on or somebody carries it on for him, we're, oh, not, we're, we're not but, too sure. But that could go nearly for everybody. Uh, yeah, you know. So, uh, 
That's amazing, Gary. What an opportunity to see. Look at that's a moment in time there. It is. And anyone, anyone, to be honest, under the age of, as I say, 24 years is this core plate. So ah, yeah. anybody under the age of 30 mm. um, probably never hear tell of it. Uh, I have definitely fond memories of listening to that core for sure. So I can't wait for that. You know, and yeah. I, it'll be it'll be good. And whenever whenever we rang all the boys, especially rang Gordon at the start, you know, to see, look, would you be up for doing this? Aye. Uh, like most of the rest of, few of us are still playing. We were the lucky ones. Yeah, yeah. But like I had I had uh, comments coming through as it well the last time I seen. A, a drumstick that was stirred paint with it <laughs> you know and it was kind of well I don't have drumsticks I haven't had a pair of sticks in my hand for about 15 years wow can you yeah. get me can you get me a pair oh right you know and this, this is the type of thing that was coming through and it was but again yeah. that was all no we'll do this we'll do this for a good cause that's for good to, to get to get out for a night out and with all the boys and, and to do this for as Stayed at one night only. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. And you never know, this could be the start of something. Well, it could be a world tour, maybe. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> But, uh, so that's, that's, yeah. that's. That's really special, Guy. That's amazing. Yes, and yeah. as I say, Giggles hasn't been performed for 24 years, so it'll be, mm. and it'll be the original, the original scored. Wow. Well, there well, you go. We're hoping it'll be the original scored. There's a few variations in Saturday, uh, the last practice. It's so special on drumming, honestly. You know, it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. It is, there's no doubt about it. It's yeah. going to be, it's going to be something special to look forward to. They are. So is that us then? No, we're not. We're not, <laughs> we're not oh, finished yet. I thought that was it. No, we have um, a massive performances coming up here from oh. the one and only Shots of Dakehead Caledonia Pipe Band. Ah, brilliant. Under, shots are there. there you under go. Pipe Major Emmett um, Conway, just up the road. I see. So are they doing like a video thing then? Send you in a video clip then? or uh, We're going to go a wee bit better than that. It's going to be live performances. They're, oh, what? They're, they're coming across to play. The way! Yes, they're coming over. <laughs> and, wow. And, and Emmett's words was, we're not coming to play 6-8s and 4-4s. Oh, they're going we're to coming, right. We're coming to entertain. Wow. Oh my god! To so, be able to see them in person again, Gary, after so long, it's I do I I think Robbie Matheson and Jim was would have been in charge the last time Shots was here. That could have been That's a ballerina. A good actually, I was going to say it was a ballerina. Yeah. You know, so uh, somebody must have come out and let All you right. know when the last time Shots played here. Um, I think it was County Hall and Ballerina. I was to do the whole work before this yeah. <laughs> this year. There you go. Right <laughs> That's all sorts of incredible. So the actual band themselves. The band themselves. Now, obviously, it's not going to be a full band because the, obviously the restrictions of the the, the size of the, the stage, uh, etc. Yeah, and it's not a mini band, right? So it's somewhere in between. In so between, we're, we're twenty to twenty four of the band coming That's across. That's incredible. Yeah, and it was very very easily sold to Emmett. Um, right. It was a matter of look. Would you fancy bringing the band across? And there, for shots of sales, it was kind of has any other Scottish band? Oh, did they? Yes, and it was kind of no. You're the first. I'd be right. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, that was sold. That wow. was it. I know we've had Field Marshal involved, which was amazing. Yep. St Lawrence uh-huh. as well. Wow. I'm still happy memories with that appearance. But this is the first Scottish band. First yeah. Scottish band to come over. You know. So um, I know. We had obviously brought uh, the, the 
the concerts in, in Maharaja High School. A few mm. years ago, we had Strathclyde Police there a couple of times, That's and we right. had Scottish Power. Yeah. Um, so, Gary, would I be right in saying this is the first time we've heard shots in person since 2019, really? Yeah. Would it be? Yes. I suppose the world's. Would have been the last time shots was shots was out. Um, so I like I never I spoke to him and he, he was very very eager you know to as a, like, a platform for the twenty twenty two season. Aye, you know yeah. so as I say like, he was he was very very keen on, on making sure that him and Andrew Lawson put on you know a good entertaining performance, Aye. not just coming across. It's, who really wants to listen to six eight four fours and all that <laughs> stuff? You know, no, don't disrespect. Yeah. No, that's it. But hey, if anything, for us piping nerds, it's going to be amazing because it's like you'll get to get a little bit of a, an idea of how shots are sounding. Well, that's it. You know what I mean? Hi, you know, um, <laughs> you know the, the, one of the biggest names, if not the biggest name in, in pipe Aye. bands throughout the world. Definitely. You know, and to have them coming to Kirkstown to, to perform the like of this. Yeah. You know, obviously, it's, it's the dream, as, as Emmett says, for, for himself, just lives up, lived up the road. That's it too, yeah, right? yeah. Um, just to come across and bring his band over for, for something like this. So, Aye. Well, it's special for sure, yeah. There's no doubt about it. No, I was speaking to Andrew Lawson, and he's again, he's he's up for it as well, and he's delighted that coming across. And he might, he might even throw in a wee solo performance as well. Oh, I like that. You know, there you so, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that'll, all be, that'll all be worked out closer to the time, but nice. that'll keep people on their toes. For sure. And you know, Gary, it's not on a wee screen. You know, you're not watching it on your phone no, or your it. laptop. You're there in person. That's going to be special. So, with that in mind, then how can folks get tickets for this? How can they actually go to it? Well, we are hoping to have an app um, organized, like a Ticketmaster type of thing, oh, right, that right. people can go and book their tickets there. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully, that should be that should be sorted within the next month. There you go. In between times, if people want to contact myself, um, and we'll I'll get, keep, put their name down at WhatsApp goes live or then I'd contact them yeah. uh, we already have to be honest we already have people who who don't even know who's going to be there but are buying tickets Kelly coming on as, as the concert going ahead and that's yep, yep right well keep me two tickets keep me two tickets and I said, well, you there don't you know go. who's going to be there it doesn't matter I just need a night out yeah <laughs> you know and this type of thing and so I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping it'll be an hour sell out um, I oh, can't I'm see sure any reason be. why it won't be because people yeah. will be people will obviously be mad just to get out for, for a night yeah, um, yeah. a night of crack, a night to listen to music and, and enjoy themselves. That's even to see people again. You know, like I said at the start, that was one of the big things that we did miss yes. that social side. That's it. So just to have the crack and a pint and a bit of a laugh. That's it. You know, you know. yeah. Um, so but, like, that's I'll be good. I'll be good. Like the, the last one, obviously, was was the three year project, which I had said at the time mm-hmm. was was going to go to last for three years. And it's still going. <laughs> still going. Yeah. This, is, this is number five, you know. So, wow. um, so like I, you know, as to like everyone else would, so far like we have raised thirty eight thousand eight hundred pounds wow. in four years. That's a serious amount of money. That's a serious amount of money. Yeah. I, don't, I never like to put turn around and say, oh, we'll, we'll like to raise this or like to raise that, but mm. it'd be great to, to crack the next target's always to the fifty grand. Wow. You know, that's that's I a big target. Do. Should yeah. it be should it be this this concert here or the year after it? There you go. You know, um, yeah. I think that's just so we'll we'll just keep going as long as as long as I can keep doing it. Um, it's such a worthwhile cause though. That you know, that children's cancer unit up there, you you have no idea how many families go through it. Do you well, know what I mean? There's there's there could be anywhere from sixty to seventy families a year. 
Really? That many? Uh, go through that there. Um, oh, wow. I was underestimating that. There you go. That's, um, that's, that's, that's huge. Certainly something different. And there was, there was a wee, there's a wee boy in Tub of War who died, um, mm. I think, July, June, July last year. Yeah. You know, and he was to perform at the concert, the 2020 concert. Uh, but Aussie, wasn't Aussie, it? Aussie, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at, at that stage when you think to yourself, oh, no, we're not bother doing it anymore. You mm. know, okay, COVID's out there, but cancer's there and cancer's rife. Exactly. You know, yeah. and when you hear the horror stories about, you know, cancer um, operations being put past and, and I seen a thing a couple of weeks ago about the children, mm. because the state that they said, you know, with obviously the, the children coming out and then, that's so scary at the moment. It is really. scary, yeah. you know. So it's like everything else, every every pound every pound raised. Um and they have we are partly the, the biggest donator donations. Really? Um for, from yeah. the, the public sector, like private wow. companies donating things like that there. Yeah, yeah. Year in, year out we have been we've been the biggest. So That's fantastic. Yeah. So Pipe and Senior are helping. Well, the yeah. Pipe Bath family, as I you know, there's no doubt about it, they step up to the plate every year. Mm. Um, and you're giving them something which I think is, like, for £20 and for, a four, say, a four to four and a half hour show, like, it's not even a five hour, you know, no, it's less than a five hour an hour. An hour you know? exactly. And then <laughs> yeah. you have the raffle and an auction. Yeah. You know, so, like, it'll be, it'll be 11 o'clock before that's finished. So oh, that's, that's five hours, you know, yeah. and then you have another. For maybe four or five hours after that Aye, to yeah. try and see how good the concert it really was yeah <laughs> you know and talk about how well everybody played uh, exactly alright <laughs> you unpack it all afterwards it, and then yeah. there's, there's usually a, a 24 hour eating uh, place would send in a wee, a wee chicken nugget or two about a half four in the morning <laughs> <laughs> where John Lappin yeah. seems to be the only person who doesn't order but has uh. the biggest feed <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! I, the after party is the stuff of legend. So it, is. it certainly but is. What um, happens that the after party stays on the after well, party? No, absolutely no doubt. I, yeah. I know I have pictures and I have memories <laughs> in there that if people were to see it, that would be rep- many, many reputations oh, would be shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they'll, they'll be going nowhere. Um, so, guy, this is incredible. I have to say, on behalf of all the piping scene, thank you for running this again. No you know, problem. No it's going to be such a great night out. You know, and to be able to see people again. And all these amazing artists lined up. It's going to be one hell of an event. It is, you know. And like the last one, we had, we had many, many ones from from down south had come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even had a couple from Germany come to it. Really? Wow! You know, um, yeah. obviously, as, as like everyone else, one of the one of the more headache I had last year was the trying to get accommodation for. Oh, getting somewhere to stay. Yes, but this yeah. year we have we more or less have Kirkstown booked out. We were already <laughs> pre-booked the whole time. <laughs> so if, if anybody's looking looking to accommodation, well, they, they could struggle. Yeah, you yeah. know. But um, <laughs> but no, it's it's again it's something for for the people here in Northern Ireland to to enjoy. Aye, and, um, and raise some money for charity. That's guy. it. That's, that's it. it. You know, so. Well, no doubt we'll catch up with you closer to the event itself once the app and everything launches. We'll tell folks yes, where to go no and get problem. tickets and whatnot. But feeling that, we'll see you in February then. I certainly will, yeah. yeah. Um, just keep a wee I don't really post much on Facebook apart from on this here. Aye. So like, we'll, we'll plaster Facebook for a day or two. Oh, we'll have you annoyed rotten here in the show too. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Thanks, William. Gary. Don't Cheers. follow, Rob. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Ah, oh, fantastic stuff. Thank you so much to Gary Smith there for having a chat with us there. And uh, I'm really stupidly looking forward to this event. So, yeah, as we have more information on ticketing and stuff, then we'll definitely let you guys know. But this is going to be quite a special event because uh, there's some some big attractions, I think. Yeah, so we'll talk more about that, of course, as we get closer to the event itself. Uh, but, yeah, seriously, this is going to be quite a huge, huge charity event, and we're going to try and raise as much money as possible for the Children's Cancer Unit there. And, it's, yeah, it's going to be all sorts of awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. Anyway, so there you go. We'll have more information on that, of course, as we get closer to the event itself. Uh, but, yeah, needless to say, I'm stupidly excited for that. Alrighty. Uh, now, I have to give a little mention then to a few little exciting special offers that are on at the moment, and especially around this time of year, we're all about the special offers, yeah, because uh, a lot of us will be doing our Christmas shopping and stuff. And, oh, that reminds me, we did get some listener mail in asking, uh, will we be doing our Christmas episode where we give, uh, like, our Christmas list of what, you know, you should be buying? And, yes, we have uh, pretty much... Nah, I'm not going to say it's finished yet because it's nowhere near finished. Uh, but um, yeah, we are putting together our Christmas list, I suppose, for what you should be buying that piper or drummer in your life. Uh, so yeah, that episode is coming. We are working on it. So don't worry, but it'll it'll drop eventually. Uh, but yes, I just wanted to mention a couple of little special offers that you might have piqued your interest or you might have missed. Uh, for those drummers out there uh, who are wanting to invest in a brand new practice pad, of course, well, shout out to Jim Kilpatrick Percussion, who are throwing a bit of a special pro pad bundle. You guys know the Jim Kilpatrick practice pad, of course, with the you know interchangeable playing surfaces. I think a good lot of people out there have one. I know I have one sitting here looking at me right now. Uh, but yeah, they're fantastic. They're really, really good. And... The Pro Pad bundle includes a stand for you to put your pad on, uh, a pair of sticks. You also have a stick bag and a stand bag. And I think that looks like a bit of a cymbal case or something. I'm not entirely sure what it all comes with, but looking at the photo, uh, let me see. Oh, yes, practice pad stand, deluxe stand, a uh, pair of sticks and a bag and everything to carry it in. It's, uh, it's quite a cool bundle. And the whole thing is 140 quid, which is nothing. So, yeah, go and check that out. So, shout out to jimkilpatrick.co.uk if you are interested in picking yourself up a new practice pad and you want a pile of accessories with it as well, then, yeah, shout out to Jim Kilpatrick Percussion. It's definitely worth looking at. Uh, I've seen that special offer and thought, ah, oh, where was that whenever I was looking at that? <laughs> but there you go. Uh, so, I also have to give a mention, of course, you guys know I am a massive Fred Morrison fan. I absolutely love Fred and all of his music. Uh, well, Fred has a bit of a special offer at the moment. Well, if you go to f- uh, fmpipes.com, fredmorrisonpipes.com, he's a bit of a special uh, offer on. If uh, Yeah, I think if you buy two of Fred's tune books, yeah, that's uh, two of Fred's tune books, then they'll throw in a CD of your choice for free. So, yeah, for those fans of Fred Morrison out there, well, let's face it, you probably already got it. I know I've got it it already. Uh, But, yes, if you are interested, there's a special offer on at the moment where if you buy two of Fred's tune books, then they'll throw in a CD of your choice completely for free. So that website, again, is fmpipes.com. And uh, if anything, go and have a look at Fred Morrison's social media uh, because he's uploaded a little performance of him playing a tune from one of his uh, latest tune books called Tahoe, or sorry, The Road to Tahoe. And uh, I think it's a tune that we haven't heard recorded anywhere yet. It's just been down on paper. So uh, 
yeah, shout out to Fred and this incredible special offer. And uh, yeah, if you want some more Fred Morrison piping in your life, then that's where you go. Go and check out fmpipes.com for that special offer. It's, yeah, for Fred Morrison fans, it's a must. It's a must. Okay, now I have to mention a bit of an announcement that came out from our own RSPBA headquarters. And specifically to all bands here in the UK, uh, they would like to advise you that headquarters is now open for business. After all the restrictions with COVID-19 and everything, it's good to be back to normality. So isn't that nice? So the office is back open to operational hours from 10am until 4pm Monday to Friday. And they're now also reminding all bands that the doors are now open and they will be making every effort to try and get all of the championship trophies returned. Yes, apparently this is top of their priority list of things that they want to get done. So, if you are holding on to a trophy from any competition at all here in the UK and you haven't returned it yet, then please do contact HQ or your own local branch and make arrangements for these to be, yeah, collected. Now, we do understand, of course, with the pandemic and everything, this hasn't been possible. Uh, But now that, like we said, with restrictions lifting and stuff, they're now able to open their offices again. And they're asking all bands now to consider what trophies they have and could they please return them. There you are. So, uh, yeah, (laughs) might not give your band secretary a bit of a shake and say, hey, have we got any trophies? We might need to hand them back. There you are. (laughs) So that's just by way of a reminder, I suppose. I dare say our own HQ will be in contact with the bands and such to say, hi, that wee trophy you've got there, can you hand it back? There you are. But us in the Rab Show, we're providing a service. We're trying to remind you as well. There you are. Alrighty. I think at this point, you guys have waited for long enough uh, for our topic of the week. And it's quite a cool topic of the week this week. Yeah, let's get into it. I think it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers and their corps. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. McClellan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClelland from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. 
Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLaren Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. It's time for Topic of the Week there. And, uh, yeah, you guys guessed it. By the title of this week's episode, which kind of gives it away, we're talking to Pipe Major David Wilton. Of course, the brand new Pipe Major at Fife Polis. And I can't wait to bring this to you, because not only do we hear from David himself about his plans and everything and how he got into the new role... But also we get to hear a little sneaky peek of what's going on behind the scenes and it's all very exciting. So without further ado, I shall delay no longer. Let's get into this week's topic of the week and welcome Pipe Major David Walton to the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, Pipe Major David Walton. How are you, David? Are you well? I'm good. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this little chat here that we're going to have. Ah, you're very welcome. And uh, tell me this, are you getting used to that title yet, Pipe Major David Walton? You know the the full thing. <laughs> yeah, you know it is. You know I, I, I was. You know it's it's been a whirlwind. You know the kissing babies in the street and lots of famous. You know just you'll know yourself, Rob. You know it's it's hard being famous. You know That's, it's really it's hard. It's hard work. So yeah, I don't know. I suppose you'll never get used to that. You know signing no. autographs and you know people's That's stomachs it. and everything. You know it is what selfies it is. Selfies with pensioners and all. Yeah, that. yeah, it's yeah. Madness, just, like. Take it all in your stride, I suppose. You just got to do what you do, you know. <laughs> That's it indeed. Well, I have to say, congratulations on your appointment and everything. We're dead excited to see what you're going to bring to the ranks at Fight Up. We'll talk more about that, obviously, later in the pod. Uh, but first of all, just to introduce yourself uh, to folks who might not have heard of who you are. Uh, I know you, obviously. You've been involved in the piping scene now for years. But do you want to tell people how you got your start, really, in piping and how you came to where you are now? Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. Um, it was um, a long kind of, been a long time, really. I suppose I started when I was about um, six, or actually, you know, before that, we'll re- you know, rewind a little bit. Bef- mm. I was about five years old when the Arbroath RBL pipe band started on the side drum, wow. um, and just was a little bit too uh, small to carry it. And then so they moved on the tenor drum just to have a little shot. But at the same time, I was learning the pipes um, a little bit later when I was a bit bigger. So mm-hmm. then. Uh, Went to and learned from uh, Willie White um, and at the Arbroath, not Arbroath, Montrose RBL pipe band, mm. and uh, just kind of took it from there. Um, I, I get I got some uh, uh, solo tuition from Walter Drysdale crossing Fife, and um, yeah, played in the City of Brecon pipe band for a bit, and uh, the band won the the Grade Four B. Mm-hmm. Or was yeah. it 4B at the time? I think it might have been World Championships. That was fun. And um, I remember that actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was good. And uh, funnily enough, Craig Black, the pipe major of that band, is still the pipe major of that band. He's mm-hmm. he's plays in Fife. And so it's been fun. Um, just a little role reversal there for him. And uh, kind of come it, full it, circle there, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. And uh, yeah, from there, um, just, you know, I did a lot of solos and, and the band thing was really uh crucial too did dancing on the side or 
the main thing was kind of the Highland dancing, and then, mm-hmm. but through that, the pipe bands played with the uh, Dram Beauty pipe band under Ian Duncan as well, grade two, mm-hmm. and won the world with them, and that was that, again that was that was really fun, and then that band folded and moved on to the Clan Gregor Society and played uh, played there for a few seasons. That band folded, but I played with Mick in that in that band. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Nick, Mick knew me as a sort of the younger guy, and uh, you know, you know what we were like when we we're a bit younger, a little bit wild. So uh, oh, it was I a good the, fun the clan, band. That was a clan. Gregor had a reputation as a bit of a party <laughs> band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, you know, we did. We partied and we had fun, but we tried yeah. to play good too, and you know, That's tried it. to strike that balance. Yeah. Oh, you did. That struck that balance, yeah. of course. Yeah, quite a few times. <laughs> yeah. Then that band folded, and then. Um, I played the Scottish Power for a number of years um, while I was studying in Glasgow mm-hmm. um, at the uh, RSAMD at that point, so the RCS, uh, doing the piping degree. And then um, took a, a kind of year out, played with uh, Halifax, and then I got asked to take on Loman and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Um, did that um, for a few years, then I, I moved jobs, uh, so it took me away from Glasgow. And it's kind of a two-hour commute uh, for so for like the last two years. I was only in the band for three years. For for two years of that, I was traveling twice a week from Glasgow, and that was quite hard. Um, yeah, I'll say so. Missed, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So then, um, you know, moved back to to sort of Dundee area. I took on the pipe major role of the the high school of Dundee pipe band. They kind of created a full time post there, and yeah, um, brought me in to try and um, try and get a competitive band, and you know. We, we kind of were doing all right, and then COVID hit and things like that. So, and while I was there, I had one season with Mackenzie taking on the band as well, and mm-hmm. um, you know, part ways, and and then it was just taking time out. And then um, Fife approached, and and kind of it's kind of been from there, just a whirlwind of trying to get music together. And um, I knew quite a lot of the people anyway, and uh, um, yeah. so it wasn't so difficult walking into the band hall and half the pipe core I, I kind of knew of and knew and had yeah. conversations with and I'd kind of been on the periphery of the band my, well me and my wife uh, Claire had been on the periphery of the band for a couple of years mm-hmm. um, you know with Doogie and I talking quite a bit about just different things um, to do with the yeah. band and so it wasn't like a, a really random thing but it was it was um, certainly you know Doogie Doogie was supposed to stay on for a long, long time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to maybe help the drones or something, and then, you know, this this all happened. Uh, and uh, right. But it's been good. It's been good, and I've been enjoying it, and um, very welcoming band, and hardworking, very ambitious, young, uh, well, a good mix of young and experienced, and mm. um, it's a great combination that, you know, you've got guys who've played forever and can play and know everything there is to know about pipes and music and so just having those guys in the band um you know really helps and then you know you've mm. got extra support for the younger kids uh, coming through and great bunch of uh, youth coming through like really good so um no it's fun in it and uh, when we all met up together it was really chilled out really 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 relaxed for the first you know i've done a few pipe bands where it's the first uh, yeah. session and it's mm-hmm. nervy and it is, it so it's bad, always you know? a bit awkward isn't it it's a little bit yeah. who's this new fella All right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. luckily they knew who I was and we've done some zoom stuff before that so we've been we've been working away I've been teaching them the stuff uh, the new stuff online and um, just running through some, some things so 
we'd all had a pretty good idea and chats and yeah, it's been, yeah. it's been pretty smooth and, oh, and, good, and, good. and laid back, you know? Yeah. I find that you've kind of preempted one of my questions, David, whether the whole transition was a bit awkward because whenever you got into that position of PM, it was during the, the real high time for COVID and everything and everyone was in lockdown and, what that has to be the worst possible time to take up a you know a role a management role specifically did it have its challenges oh yeah it was really it was weird you know you're kind of at the same time you're like well we need to prepare as if there's going to be a season and then yeah um you know whatever comes our way we'll take it um but we need to be that sort of level of prepared and i was like yeah that's good and then i was like well wait a minute we can't we can't practice um you know so i what i basically did was um the guys uh just to get the guys going again and get them on pipes i got them to do some recordings and um sent through uh some recordings to me uh basically just you know just so i could get to know them a little bit more get to know how they play how their pipes are and different things and uh so they while i was trying to get music together for them to to have Mm -hmm. I, i was getting them going so they were in the background practicing and i gave them probably about a month to to play me a selection of tunes and MSR, armpit jigs, slow airs, P-Brick, whatever, mm-hmm. a few things. And um, so as they were trickling in, I was getting an idea of sort of, the, you know, where the, they were, the, the, high, the high standard. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, so it was, it was fun to, to, to hear that again. Uh, and it was probably something that I would maybe do. Well, I don't plan on doing another band, let's be honest. I don't, <laughs> this, this will be the final destination, but um the uh, I just think uh, it was kind of a great way to do it and get to know them a little bit. And as they were sending the recordings, I'd either phone them or message them, just depending on the time of day, if they were busy or not, and and chat with them and talk a little bit about you know uh, yeah. how they le- who they learned with, um, how long they've been playing, what bands they've played with, and if I didn't know them uh, personally, I would I was kind of giving them uh, a little opportunity to just tell me a little bit about them and. And then we yeah. just discussed bands from there. So it was good, sort of more intimate than it would have been in, uh, in around a band hall. And you know what it would be, you know, tell me your name and tell me uh, about yourself. Nobody's <laughs> going to want to do that. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's horrible, that situation, the old icebreaker, you know. Uh, <laughs> horrible, I hate that. But I'm glad yeah. that you didn't have to go through all of that, you know, because, you know, that you knew a good majority of the folks there, you know, because like yeah. you said, you've been in a number of bands throughout your career and you knew a lot of these people already. So it's bound to have helped, David, you know. Yeah, for sure. It definitely did. Yeah, 100%. So with that in mind, you mentioned earlier in your background and everything that you're a dancer, Highland dancer. And I know I checked this with you before I actually hit record, <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> I wanted to fact check it, but you're actually a world champion dancer. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, at one point, yeah, I did. I won the Worlds, yeah. There you go. And can I ask then, has that affected your playing in any way? Has that kind of dancing scene influenced your playing in any way? Oh, I'm sure it has, yeah. It must have. I uh, I take very seriously the stress phase. You know, most of the dances are yeah. are done to that <laughs> idiom. So, um, And even even when I was at the RCS, I did my dissertation on the origin of the stress phase and how it kind of... Oh, sure. uh, right. progressed and so I've always I suppose that I've, I take pride at least in putting that across properly in my in what, yeah. what I think is danceable and uh, and then, but from there you've got jigs and hornpipes to dance to and all these different idioms and 
mm-hmm. the degree, well, all these things. I, I, listen, I mean, from the very beginning, I've listened to music, pipe band music from age three, you know, just yeah. as far as I can remember, I've, I've listened to the old records and um, a heck of a lot of SFU and 78 <laughs> Frasers and FM and, yeah. um, you know, these bands really, really influenced uh, and I just enjoyed the music a lot. So I would be, yeah. my mom's a dance teacher, so she'd be teaching workshops uh, around the, the country and I'd be kind of tagging along with her, kind I of see. watching the dancing, but heads the phones plugged into my, I think it was um, a Walkman in the, oh, yeah. and it had like a cartoon shark on it. So it was like right. tape cassette players. I think, I think that was my, <laughs> and my first cassette, I think was the Megantic Outlaw CD. Or oh, I suppose that's nice from one. 78. So, I mean, yeah. I just remember like, you know, headbanging. Love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, a lot of that, but I, I'm, I'm certain the dancing's influenced. Um, hmm. And, you know, and in and, and both ways, you know, I think with the, the dancing being, um, well, you dance to music. So having a, an understanding of music definitely helps with the, the way I danced and how I would hold certain positions and, and, and try to make it as musically danceable. I don't yeah. know. There's a, probably a word for that. And then, so I definitely think they probably helped a lot, you know, with each other. Certainly. Bo- both worlds help each other, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I have to ask you then, uh, well, first of all, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that had their first cassette and they listened to it like crazy. Mine was uh, Phil Marshall debut, yeah. uh, 1992, I remember it well. And yeah. I played that tape until it broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's maybe a bit, well, if we can ask our listeners or to send us in what your first cassette was. There you go. That'd be interesting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that would be good. So I have to ask you then about your time at Loman and Clyde and with other bands as well. You're quite well known for your music selection. So you really seem to delve from both the old traditional sets that we've heard before, but played with a little twist. And then also the ultra modern stuff that sometimes some tunes we've never heard before. And like, chippers, what's that? And then we're checking through the list on the program. Who wrote that? So, <laughs> yeah. So. I, I hate to ask it at this point because I know you're preparing for the new season, but will we have any new surprises for Fife going into 2022? Um, I suppose so. I mean, there'll be there's there's new music for sure. Um, um, you know, I think for a couple of reasons. You know, Doogie and I, you know, we're we're come from very similar backgrounds, and yeah. Um, but you know everybody has their own personal stamp on things, personal taste in music, and um, and what I liked about Fife was great. Uh, but I felt it was very much um, Doogie's medleys, and I thought, That's well, it. I can't put them across as well as he could, and mm-hmm. and then so if I well if I try and twist around and do some little things to put my own stamp on it, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be harder for the, the the guys to really get. Uh, it could do. be yeah. well, it's, a, it's a risk mainly mainly yeah. a risk you're gonna you're gonna risk making mistakes you're gonna risk uh not put, so sometimes it's better just to learn a new tune i mean two parts of a tune is not much for a grade one players and um so it's kind of developed into basically two medleys and <laughs> and uh the, the msrs that they had done they were kind of new anyway and uh doogie and i had discussed a lot of that as it was at the time and so um, we've kind of kept most of those MSRs, uh, maybe changed a couple tunes, and mm-hmm. um, and yeah, definitely, definitely, like as you described, I think 
I, I, I love introducing new music, but I also have, you know, when you're a fan of pipe band music, you're desperate to play some of the, the tunes that really got it going for you. Yeah. You really want to pretend you're, <laughs> you know, Terry Lee and, you know, or, or Richard and, and, and lead that band. So it's kind of, I think, I think for, um, for me, de- definitely pick the odd tune that we can recognize. Um, mm-hmm. Some tunes that we recognize don't necessarily need that modern twist and they're just great tunes. So, yeah. um, you know, to be tasteful with them. But also, you know, I've got a lot of um, friends from university um, who love to compose music. And I think I've, I've, like, I've asked, you know, any new tunes and uh, and, and we kind of go through there. And then, and then mm-hmm. I, I guess it's trying to find the, you know, the good start, middle and end. And, and then, yeah. These things the in the middle, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like I like them to try and flow from start to finish, where everything's kind of quite smooth and mm-hmm. the transitions work in my mind. Well, you know, it's all personal taste, though. So what I, what I like, I guarantee there's a big handful of people who who don't. So it's, <laughs> it's as long as the, I think as long as the band's happy and they they like playing it, they're going to put it across well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's trying to be, I guess. Um, more obvious I've definitely learned from um, in my opinion mistakes from uh, other previous medleys and and just definitely maybe trying to be too clever or or the simplicity of putting it across and people getting it first time that's quite a a tricky thing yeah that's difficult to do yeah Mm -hmm. and and the best medleys are that you know if you think about the best medleys that have ever been you get it first time, and you it, but it hooks you right away. You don't have That's to it. listen to it fifty times, and <laughs> and and there's that element of maybe the modern medley where you get it first time, and then you can listen to the layers that are going through. The biggest one that comes to mind is the the newest Inverary medley where they oh yeah, um, you know there was layer upon layer upon layer going on at the end, and mm-hmm. you listen to it again, and you hear a different layer, and then and it's quite amazing just to see how all that knitted together. It was amazing actually. That's and uh, so yeah. I think, but on first listen, you get the idea. And then on second listen, you know, there's another idea to listen to. And I really, I enjoy that because I think um, that there's, there's really, there's a lot of brains and thought gone behind that sort of medley. And you can really, you can really get behind that when you, you realize somebody's really, really yeah. thought about that Spent music. A lot of time. Just mm-hmm. to. So um, I like that. That's it. And if anything, we've noticed that here in the show when we were talking to uh, Stuart and Stephen both, and they'd said that that medley was never, wasn't finished until the day before the Worlds. You know, it constantly yeah. was being worked at, you know. Yeah. And even the night before, they were like, well, maybe change the break to the reel, will we? And, yeah. <laughs> you know, they were constantly <laughs> tweaking at things. So yeah. I guess that's pipe bands. Do you know? That's yeah, the, for that's sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, they nailed it. Indeed. So, David, I know I'm. I just want to ask a very quick question of you, and then I'll get into the big rab show staples. But okay. we know that the pandemic is slowly, hopefully, coming to an end, and we do hope to be back on the grass again. Have you guys managed to get together yet for a bit of a practice? Yes. Um, yeah, we did one. We've done one practice. Um, hmm. We did it on a Sunday, and we kind of took our time about it. It was my first practice with everybody, hmm. so it was. Uh, it wasn't hardcore. Well, it probably was, <laughs> but um, we just kind of we t- like we took our time. We just got to to know each other a bit and uh, yeah. play around things. They, yeah, after the first five minutes, it was actually really comfortable, and and everyone kind of got into the swing of it pretty quick. So, yeah, um, but we have met. Yeah, 
They are excellent. So, oh, I love this because I'm loving hearing that bands are starting to group up together. And even if it's only for an hour, half an hour, whatever it is, at least it's happening. Do you know what I mean? It's so good. So good. So I think at this point, you actually have a bit of a treat for us. You have a little bit of a clip of you guys rehearsing. This is just pads and chanters for now, David, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. There we go. So we'll drop a little clip in of you guys doing the business. Fantastic stuff, David. And, you know, just hearing a band together really means something. You know, for months and months of not hearing bands playing together, and now we're starting to see so many little clips and stuff. It's just really special, isn't it? Oh, it sure is. And, you know, the the messages that I I received from the players who just said they're over the moon that it's going again and and how how they left feeling, um, it was quite great just to be part of that. being in charge of it or not, just being part of it, it, yeah. it was it was amazing just hearing, yeah, these guys love it, you know, and we all love it. And we all missed it, you know, terribly. And we don't really know what it's going to be like on the other side of it, but we can only pre- pretend we think we know and we just, we go for it and, and it. practice and get the ball rolling again and just, just go for it. Well, nothing else to do, really, is it? No expectations, so just go mental. Exactly. No, if anything, this will be a very level playing field, I think. Come the first major championship next year, May next year, everyone's starting at the same point here. There's no such thing now as momentum from a previous season because we've done nothing for two years. <laughs> no, I can't, you know? yeah, I can't imagine there is any. Yeah, you're, you're bang on there. Yeah, so I think as me, as an outside spectator, this is going to be one of the most exciting seasons. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, So is there anything in particular then yourself, David, with hitting the grass again with Fife that you're particularly looking forward to? You know, I think it's always that anticipation of the first major, Mm. getting the pipes out right off, you know, coming off the bus. The first time you got the pipes out, 
for the first major is always a bit like are they going to work are they not (laughs) (laughs) let's hope that this is going to you know i you know i think every pipe major with the best laid plan in place the first major is always like they're still never 100 percent confident it's just going to go great you know and I think they, that builds throughout the season, and then you start seeing bands doing a little bit better throughout the season, and or or you know trying to. That's it wasn't so good at the first season. Trying to think, well, what you know, what did we do there? How can it change? But like, there's got to be that. I think mm. everyone coming off the bus, right? Get your pipes out. That first initial, and then fingers well, crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those getting, those, getting those drones tuned in and the chanters going. I mean, that's going to be fun. Yeah, oh, that's it indeed, and that that's the exciting part. You know, sometimes people think I'm a bit weird at competitions. I don't really stand and watch the competition in the circle. I watch the final tuning because that's where all the action yeah. is. Do you know what yes. I mean? So you yeah. like me? Do you kind of enjoy that aspect of it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's you can't get a proper listen sometimes in the. You know, I think that's there's. I, I'm normally playing, but there was that one year where when I was with Halifax, I got to listen to some of the mm. the bands and. um I managed to plonk myself right in the front and I stayed there. And that was amazing to just yeah. all the, I just listened all the bands took in what I really liked and didn't like and uh, what made the difference, what didn't make a difference. And that was fun, but definitely on the normal, on, you know, a normal major, it's, it's the tuning park and just seeing how everyone's settled. And I know it's, it's not, it's not the competition at all. You just, but it's definitely where uh, that's where the action is. It's nice to see where how it all how everyone operates and all the different bands do it their own that's way. And, and you know, it, make, it helps you feel human because you're not, yeah. you know, you're not the only person that gets nervous when you see yes. people also yeah. freaking out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? that's great. Yeah, yeah, and and I love you know what's also fun to listen to is like the the players who are talking about what they're hearing and mm. yeah. yeah and their opinions on it and what they're saying and their little stories about that opinion and. Oh, there was this one time I remember, and that was amazing. And so listening to kind of Harry Wigan in some serious conversation—that's <laughs> pretty good. That's it, indeed. Yeah. So uh, I cannot wait to hit the grass. I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys, honestly. And I know that you will have some musical surprises for us for sure. I can almost put money on it. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to ask you what they are because that—that'll be a real spoiler. But yeah. <laughs> We have got some proper big rab show staples that we ask every guest that comes on, and you're not going to avoid them, unfortunately. Uh, so, Pipe Major, David Walton, what is your favorite cheese? My favorite cheese? Yes. Cheddar. Nice. Mature, mature cheddar. Gotta be cheddar. The traditional choice. There you go. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. No. Exactly. So, and also, another huge question that's quite difficult to answer for a lot of folks is, uh, is there any one particular moment in your career in piping and drumming that stands out to you as being particularly memorable? Mm. Now, this could be memorable for a good reason or a bad reason. (laughs) One that really sticks in your mind, you know? Uh, I don't know. You know, I think... I think it's got to be, I mean, there's been lots of fun things and lots of great musical things. And uh, this one's going to be a musical one. But the Clan Gregor did, uh, and I was still really young at this point um, and very, very influenceable, you know. Uh, so <laughs> we did um, we did the Celtic Connections concert and we were kind of paired with um, Bagad Kemper. That's right. I and that. yeah. the first time I had played pipes with, bombards behind me it was like whoa 
you know, I just oh, wow. loved that. You know, yeah. that was amazing, amazing. And then obviously stepping out on the stage, and that had never done anything on that scale before. And I was, you know, sixteen or something. And I think like that, that that sort of first memory of of that, and you know, I could go as far back as the you know the first practice yeah. at Dram Bui when you I'd stepped up from grade four to grade two and. Gordon Duncan's there, like looking at my chanter, and I'm like wow. quivering. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, things, things like that. That was that was amazing, and and just learning as much as I could take in from Ian Duncan, you know, and yeah. and the team that he had. With their, there were so many great pipers, and uh, yeah. But I think I think it's got to be that the the first Baghdad uh, blast of the bombards of behind time. you. That was yeah. amazing. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. And have you delved any further into that world of kind of the Breton music and all of that? No, you know, it's big regret, but I, with the dancing and then there was solo piping and the band yeah. and university and just like Where do you get I, the time. Yeah. It was hard to fit it in. You know, at, at one point I was playing with the Scottish power competing in the gold medal and trying to win the adult world Tanks and championships and, they were kind of all happening in the same year, so uh, I just couldn't fit in the bag ads, and I love it. Something I def- desperately want to do, I will do for sure. I have to. I have well, to. There you go. You never know what the future holds. There you are, yeah. indeed. Well, David, I have to say a huge thank you for taking time to chat to us here on the Big Rab Show Pod. Uh, please give my best to Nick and the rest of the guys, the back line, say hi to them all for me. And uh, I know that ourselves in the Rab Show, we were involved in Fife's recent concert, you know, the decade and everything, and that was absolutely brilliant. So if you guys have any more concerts coming up, keep us posted. We'll love to be oh, there. <laughs> definitely will, definitely will. Indeed. Well, David, again, thank you for taking time to chat to us, and we'll hopefully see you on the grass then next season. Yeah. yeah no problem. Thanks, everyone, for having me. And, uh, yeah, it's been great chatting to you. Thanks. Cheers. There you have it. Yeah, the brand new pipe major at the helm. Exciting times there at Five Polis for sure. And I am, yeah, I'm mad excited to see these guys on the grass. It's going to be so good. So, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. I know. And it seems to rattle around dead quick, doesn't it? So thank you, everyone, for tuning in this week and each and every week. And don't forget, most important of all, please tell your mates about our wee show let them know what we do over here, you know. And if you haven't already, please do consider hitting that subscribe or that follow button, no matter where you're listening to us. And then each and every week, you'll get a little bing to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. Also, if you would like to help support the show and get your hands on tons of extra content that probably would never, never see the light of day other than exclusive to Patreon subs, then go and help support us over there on Patreon. Every click of support really does mean the world to us and the Rab Show team, especially at the moment. Uh, But yeah, every click of support means the world to us and we love our Patreon faithful. We have a great community over there with loads of great extra content and stuff. So yeah, ah, it's just awesome. There you go. Alrighty, that's another podcast in the can, another one done, and we are nowhere near done. We have quite an exciting plan, a future ahead of us, I suppose, for future podcast episodes running all the way through the holidays, through into the start of next year. It's going to be a very exciting time. So if you haven't clicked on subscribe, then you might want to. Uh, We've got quite a dose of great episodes ahead of us. Really looking forward to that. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Yep, and I'm, I'm famous for doing that. I always let the cat out of the bag, don't I? Well, guess who we're going to be talking to? No, shut up, rap. That's enough. <laughs>
<laughs> if you do want to know, however, then possibly head over to Patreon, where no doubt I've spilled the beans over there. But there you go. Anyway, move on, Rab, move on. Guys, thank you all for tuning in this week and each and every week. And no doubt we'll see you again next week for even more piping action. Until then, stay safe. Take care. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.